You're listening to That Damn Indian Show at Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly, and thank you so much for tuning in to this segment. Of course, I have been, uh, even though I have been kind of incognito, I've still been like posting news stories, so I hope you've been checking those out on our social media pages, both on Talk Jive and for the Institute of Native Arts and Media and the Weed U, by the way, all of it. That's all under this umbrella, and we are so thrilled about that. So one of the things that came out <clears throat> last week, and you know I've been fascinated by this case forever, and so R. Kelly's finally going to trial, and they had one of his ex-assistants on the stand and it's it's just like I said, I mean, we were, Todd Jive was part of the Mute R. Kelly movement. And so this is from the griot.com. And the headline is, ex-manager testifies at R. Kelly trial. And of course, Zuckerberg hates me. We all know that. So it's going to take the story forever to come up. But a little background on that. So, uh... When, when all that came out, you know, they had a documentary, Surviving R. Kelly. They've had all of these different programs and different interviews with these women that he abused. I mean, he's a habitual abuser of women, right? I mean, especially according to... Um, you know, according to all reports, we we know the kinds of things that he has been accused of, probably has done. And now we're we're seeing this this whole um this whole issue of of powerful men and, and it's all coming to light, right? This is all this with Harvey Weinstein and all that, like that all that all came to light around the same time and so this isn't gonna let me pull it up but um but anyway uh so basically what we're talking about is r kelly having people around him who brought these girls in i mean that's where the sex trafficking comes in right like I mean, that, I mean, but how come he's the only one in trouble? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how come, like, did these people, like, make a deal not to get prosecuted? Because I'm here to tell you, if I brought a girl, like, was was doing all that trafficking and nonsense, like... I mean, I you kind of would expect to you would expect it to you would expect to get in trouble, right? Like I totally would. I'm a brown woman. I totally expect to get in trouble. And so this is from NewsAllYouNeed.com, and it says a former tour manager for R. Kelly reluctantly testified Friday that he paid a $500 bribe to a government worker to get the singer Aaliyah a fake ID card. So. R. Kelly could secretly marry her when she was 15 years old. Okay, got that? 
Demetrius Smith told a jury at Kelly's sex trafficking trial that he went into a Chicago area welfare office in 1994. He brazenly approached an employee who was taking ID photos. Hey, want to make some money? He said he asked the employee before handing over the cash. He was confident the bribe would work because everybody needs some money, he added. The welfare card was one of two fake IDs used to clear the way for the R&B legend to marry Aaliyah after he began a sexual relationship with her and believed she had become pregnant. A marriage license that was put into evidence falsely listed her age as 18. Kelly was 27 at the time. Prosecutors say Kelly wanted to use the marriage, which was later annulled, to shield himself from criminal charges related to having sex with the minor and to prevent her from testifying against him. Aaliyah, whose full name was Aaliyah Dana Houghton, worked with Kelly, who wrote and produced her 1994 debut album, Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. I think we all remember that song. She died in a plane crash in 2001 at the age of 22. Kelly, now 54, is charged in the bribery scheme as part of a racketeering case accusing him of sexually abusing several women, girls, and boys during the course of his 30-year singing career. He's vehemently denied the charges, claiming that the women were groupies who wanted to take advantage of his fame and fortune achieved through his hits like, I Believe I Can Fly. R. Kelly appears during the hearing at Leeton Criminal Courthouse in Chicago on September 17th. 2019 in this picture so sorry sorry you can't see it but you know what go online you'll be able to see it forced to testify against his will after being given immunity from future charges smith repeatedly told the judge he was uneasy about taking the stand though he did not give a specific reason but with prodding from the judge he detailed how the singer came to him while he was on a 1994 tour and told him Aaliyah is in trouble we need to get home they rushed back to Chicago after a concert in another city so they could arrange the marriage meant to protect him and Aaliyah, Smith said. He said he told Kelly, I know how to get her an ID, and that's what I did. Earlier Friday, another former employee, Kelly employee, Anthony Navarro, was called by the government to describe the inner workings of the Chicago area mansion where Kelly had a recording studio and constant stream of female visitors. Being at the mansion was almost like the Twilight Zone, Navarro said. It was just a strange place. Navarro's testimony bolstered by the government's contention that Kelly controlled everything around him and created an environment where girls and women who entered the space faced strict rules that gave them little choice but to submit to the singer's sexual whims. Navarro told jurors that he never witnessed Kelly sexually abuse his victims, but there were girls, quote-unquote girls, who would stay at his home for long stretches and couldn't eat or depart without Kelly's permission, he said. There's been times where they wanted to leave but couldn't because they couldn't get a ride or we couldn't get a hold of Rob to get approval, he said. Navarro, who was trained as an audio engineer, spent much of his time doing menial chores for Kelly, like driving visitors to and from his home. Mainly, it was girls who were coming to the studio, he said. Oh, it was just the girls that were coming to the studio. Okay, well. <laughs> All right, y'all. 500 bucks. That's it. 500 bucks, like, hey, you want to make some money? Here's 500 bucks. Make this kid a fake ID. I'm sure the dude didn't, like, elaborate on what he was doing with that fake ID. I mean, I wonder if the dude knew that that was Aaliyah. 
You know, did the did the person who made that fake ID, did they know that it was Aaliyah? And, and can they be found now? Like, that's some that'd be some shit to have that haunt you from like your job like 20 years ago. Shit, not even 20 years ago. 26 years ago, 27 years ago, 1994. Jeez, Lou. How long has that been? <laughs> I thought 2001 was far back. <laughs> so, but here again, I mean, yeah, sex trafficking all the way. But so did they like offer immunity to these other people that were around him who were actually driving the girls there? I mean, this dude said that he did menial tasks like drive visitors to and from R. Kelly's house. So what kind of visitors? Who were they? And were you part of uh, recruiting these young women? I mean, I don't. Those documentaries are a trip. If you haven't watched Surviving R. Kelly, I would. It is horrifying. And it's interesting to see that his case is is moving forward. But we don't know about any... I mean, his case is moving forward as Bill Cosby gets to get out of jail. Not fair it's uh we i don't know that we ever even talked about cosby getting out of jail it's 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 like i said it i feel like i am in this really crazy mind space right now uh it feels like everything is kind of swirling about so um just don't pay me no never mind just keep listening keep tuning in <laughs> we're making it i promise we we are making it um, but, you know, it's like I said, you've got to wonder about these enterprises. I mean, it's not just R. Kelly. There's somebody out there operating like this right now who has people around them who are recruiting and grooming and doing all these things. And so, um, but this is coming to light. And hopefully we have more survivors out there who will bravely come forward and expose these kinds of things because it's it's like I said it's it's one thing to want to be there and all this when you're an adult and you've you've got free will I guess and your choice and like hey I'm gonna be here I'm you know and even to be brainwashed and to to be even in that mindset uh, as an adult I think is a lot different than being a 15-year-old girl, 14-year-old girl, and and having that kind of grooming. And I think that we see that with the young ladies that have stuck by his side. I don't know if they're still sticking by his side or what, but um, they did have a couple. And so we'll see how it goes, and we'll see how it plays out. But his attorney was on, and oh my God, his attorney... I have never wanted to kick someone in the nuts so bad as I wanted to kick R. Kelly's attorney right in the nads. Like just just hearing all of that. Well, some of them are outright liars because all they want is money and, and already trying to change that narrative, already trying to put that in the minds of the public, in the mind of the public and stuff. So it, 
it's it's distasteful at best. But uh, yeah, those uh, articles are on our social media pages, so you can check those out whenever you want. Uh, this is a production of the the Institute for Native Arts and Media. We're indigenous. We're independent. We're nonprofit. You're listening to that damn Indian show at Talk Jive Radio.